the new Parkway Theater, where good food, diverse entertainment, and community create a place for everyone. For showtimes and special events, check out www.thenewparkway.com. You are listening to High School Five One where sports and comedy remains in culture. I don't want to make threats of killing people. Can we change the kill, dude? That's we too grown to be saying like making threats on a podcast, especially of a political person, dude. It's just a game. We, no, no, no that, that's the same thing that the conservatives be saying. It's just a game. Right? They just put the podcast in. He wished OJ would have beat women instead of. <laughs> he, he's instead of saving lives. Yes. All right, man. Uh, stab Mary Kill. How about that? No, that's still kill. It still sounds like Mary fuck kill. Everyone knows the game. You just, you just. I didn't know the game. Time. I never heard of this shit. With the times. That doesn't sound as good. Wait, what about this? What about this? Mary Trump slap. What about Mary? <laughs> Mary fuck Pedro's wife. <laughs> See how I just went off the rails now. I ain't making no threats of killing nobody. All right, well, y'all ready to start the show? I right, shout yeah. out to uh, shout out to Marcus Stroman for Black people saving baseball. No, and, the baseball uh, rules saving baseball. New rules saving baseball. Yeah, baseball rules saving baseball, and hopefully, um, somebody will come and save baseball for Oakland. I'll talk about it. My cutty corner shout out, but otherwise, <laughs> fuck that he's right now. Uh, anyways, welcome, ladies and gentlemen. You are listening to the High Score Five Hundred Podcast. You can catch us at Highscore510 on the Instagram, the YouTube, and on the Twitter at Horcrux Hipster. Also, check out our Patreon page at patreon.com backslash Highscore510. Support the show. Subscribe, rate, review, share with a friend. Help us uh, expand our following. So uh, we love that you listen to us and appreciate you. And uh, yeah. Anyways, and we are here with... Uh, this is AG3 coming at you faster than Jalen Brown uh, dribbling the ball off his foot. Well, here's your soundbite, Aaron. Cobra, what's your ideal woman? Well, first of all, of age, alive, cisgendered, consenting, non-related, and at least a four or above on the good looks scale. Like if she's a six on her best day, you know, kind of thing. Preferably someone who is 21 and up. That's as low as I go is 21. You could realistically date an 18 year old because it's legal, but eh, it's not as fun because you can't take them out for a drink. <laughs> All right. <laughs> that dude looking like man, he shouldn't be having that many options. You know, at some <laughs> point in your life, you realize who you are is like, you know what, man? Maybe I should be lowering the ones and zeros. <laughs> Like at this point, my his criteria by his looks and his thinning of his hair, his criteria should be zeros over 21 and breathing. Come on. Hey, look who liked this video right down here. Come on. <laughs> Shout out to Taco Pablo. Hey, I need to hold on. Hold on. I got to take a picture of that, yeah, right, send that. that right there. <laughs> Just Negro. Taco Pablo, what are you doing? <laughs> Yeah, that's something. Think Brandon be regular internet like Jared. He's worse than me. 
shout out to Taco Pablo. Uh, come on the show and uh, defend yourself against Pedro's irregular <laughs> accusations. <laughs> and we are here with everybody's tired truck driver, Captain P Funk, coming at you like uh, confused and lost, like the Bud Light drinkers. Just confused and lost. Well, here's a song by Pedro. My daddy has a gold tooth. <laughs> wow, gold tooth. My dad has a gold tooth. My dad has diabetes. God damn it. God damn it. I actually have both diabetes <laughs> and a gold tooth. I mean, I don't know who won that one. Pedro could be the daddy of both of them. Little, little children. Yeah. Wow. Hey, guys, let me ask a question. Is this safe to be on today's episode? This is already starting off pretty reckless. I just let me check in. How's everybody feeling? <laughs> How's everyone doing? I mean, is we, this, we figure out where Jared heading right now. You never this know. Is, that. This is heading that down the dumpies. It's gonna be great. It's gonna be Woo. great, don't worry. And we are here with uh what's up, y'all? This is Darius, aka uh the skeptic turtle. I you know, I'm just here on the sidelines, man. I've been waiting for Jared to kick me off the show. I've 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 demanded the trade. I've demanded uh, it for it to happen before the trade deadline. I've asked for a new team. The commissioner said, nope, no, and no. So I'm just here. I'm here so I don't get fined. Uh, and I'm smoking out. And I'm smoking out. You know what? Today, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give it up. And today, I am smoking out with Bob Myers. All right. All right. Rest in peace. Well, he's not dead, but come on our show. I mean, he dead to the Warriors. Man. He said, "Shout out to Bob Myers sponsorship." Now you don't have that gag order in the NDA you have to worry about. You can tell us all the tea about everything Warriors. I tell you, he's, he's a smart man. man. <laughs> he's a smart man because he doesn't have to deal with those bad contracts on the back end. <laughs> he's like, I can't be here for the rebuild, guys. I'm not. I'm not signing a long term contract. <laughs> he has no idea how they're gonna get out that mess. Adarius, here's a soundbite. Yeah. See, black men are rare. Niggas? Niggas everywhere. You can open the glove compartment in car and four niggas fall out. That's my nigga, Michael Collier. That's my nigga. Can you play that one for me again, Jared? See, black men are rare. Niggas? Niggas everywhere. You can open the glove compartment in car and four niggas fall out. He said, "Do what with he your said, car?" He said, "You can open the glove compartment in your car." <laughs> I like how he's sponsored by Backwoods. <laughs> that's the '85 South show. Those niggas are sponsored by everything that was at the Dallas Show. Shout out to the '85 South Show sponsorship. Come on our show. They're coming to Oakland, apparently. Uh, Darcy, coming back for that? Uh, I will be back. I I have a lot to do, but um, uh, let me know how it goes. All right. I'm going to get media passes. Nigga, not really. you are not getting no goddamn media passes. Nigga. Instead of just saying I'm going to get passes, whatever. You fucking go overboard and say your media pass. Nigga, I'm going to get media pass. Get the fuck out of here. You know how big here. your follower has to be to get a media pass, Jerry? <laughs> yeah, you know how big your dick got to be to get a media pass, nigga? You're not getting no goddamn media pass. <laughs> you must be going out there and lying, telling people you Jamel Hill. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Sage Steele. <laughs> exactly. He's telling people that he, he, tell he Jamel LaRue, nigga. Go on. <laughs> and my name is Jared, aka DJ Art. 
with two T's for a double dose of that tink tink. The D is silent, so it's just jart. Discord, which is a social media outlet uh, popular with video gamers. You know what else is popular with video gamers? Not banging chicks. <laughs> God damn. Yeah, see, I knew this wasn't going to be a safe day. Uh, Pedro, do you use Discord? <laughs> Pedro gets beat with a belt by a wrong woman. Let's get to the show. I got some fan mail. Question of the day. And then we'll get to the sports world. Fan mail. Fan mail. From Fat Mackinac Fat Backs. Mr. What? Wright. A. Wright. Fat Mackinac Fat Backs wants to know how accurate is this meme? Did Ahmad Rashad have the worst groomsmen? <laughs> you tell Fat Mackinac that's the best one he ever came up with. That's, that's unbelievable. That is perfect. Uh, in this picture with Ahmad Rashad at his wedding to Layla Rashad is uh, Bill Cosby. And it's Felicia Simpson. Rashad. He married Felicia oh, Rashad. What I call her? Layla. Oh, Felicia Rashad. My bad. Sorry. Shout out to Felicia Rashad, Rashad sponsorship. Yeah. <laughs> I wish those, I could have been at that wedding. What are you? What are you talking about? Those was some. Those were stellar gentlemen. <laughs> Pro football famer, and a trophy enthusiast. The other one's a pill uh, a pharmacist. <laughs> but I don't Ooh. see the problem there. I bet, you, I bet you everybody slept well at the end of that one. <laughs> Even the ones that did wake up. You got the ones that never woke up and the ones that did wake up. Oh, man, I wish I could have been at that Damn, wedding. Man, it's, it's probably probably girls at that wedding. Some loose women at that wedding. Sore, <laughs> both of them two men. Because some loose women? God damn. They don't have to be loose. They, they, they could have been conservative. It didn't matter. I, I, I it didn't matter with that crowd. I think both of those two men on the side of my Rashad had their weights with women. Listen, I got to just let you know, it's OJ Simpson. You don't have to be loose. You can be tight. You can actually have a a, a, a knife, and you're still going to get fucked and killed. So. <laughs> Shout out to Fat Mac and on Fat Backs. Thanks for the contribution. Damn, those are my two heroes, too. <laughs> God damn. OJ, hey, why did you have to kill that woman? Allegedly. Yep, yep, allegedly. Yep. allegedly. Bill if, he, if he would have done it. <laughs> Bill Cosby. All you had to do was take one of them girls in your sports car and they would have took their panties off. Sorry, I'm out. <laughs> why, Bill Cosby? This nigga coaching Bill Cosby on how to rape the girl. The only person missing from that groomsman was Darren Sharper. <laughs> How do we get here? Well, you know, um didn't you just hit Nicole instead of stabbing her? <laughs> All right. <laughs> Pedro, is this irregular or not? Lord have mercy. Yeah, I already know it's bad. I started saying to the fruity, good booty. Because at the time, it was good. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> Was he sponsored by Bud Light back then? He's sponsored by Mon Rashad. This uh, All right. Well, uh, question of the day. Question of the day. Do your homies owe it to you to not cheat or ruin their marriage after you spend a shit ton of money on their wedding and gifts as being part of the wedding? Like you as a groomsman or a bridesmaid. You know what? It's a gift at that point, man. Here's a video that goes along with it. Uh, my homeboy got mad at me. Now he ain't talking to me because 
we in the club, and he tried to talk to these women, but he married. And I told him, hey, bro, you need to cut that out. He told me, man, why you hating, bro? I ain't hating. I ain't tell you to walk down that aisle. I ain't tell you introduce me to this woman and you go get that ring on your finger. Got me out on this wedding, spending all this money to come to y'all wedding to watch you come in, in this club and cheat and mess it all up. That's my money I spent on your wedding. I spent my money on your wedding. No, y'all stand together. You the one introduced me to this lady. Got me calling her sis. Oh, I'm not going to be lying in this woman's face. Boy, you better go get you a drink. I pay for it. Get you a drink and sit down somewhere, bro, because you ain't finna. No, nah, I spent too much money on y'all wedding. <laughs> I'm trying to figure out how he started the video with all that greasy-ass chicken in both his hands. <laughs> like, his phone got to be, like, got to be the most greasiest phone. Well, you know the only got person that got a greasier iPhone is Colonel Sanders. Come on. You know they got the little stands in the cars now, so people can. But know. he had to start the video, Jared. Oh yeah, he probably just a little knuckle. You know this sensitive screen. Oh, yeah, man, he looked like he had greasy ass knuckles. <laughs> well, look, before he start complaining about how much money he spent at the wedding because he wanted to be a part of a wedding, you know, nigga, nah, nah. you a hoe. Don't get married. Pedro, I'm coming from where he's from. I've been a part of a lot of weddings, and when people ask you, I always used to, I used to tell people this. It's an honor when you get ass, mm-hmm. but it's also, it's not a blessing all the time, right? Thank you for honoring me. And I'm going to say yes, because you asked me. So, you know what I started doing after I started realizing this by like my fourth wedding I was in, I started telling my friends that weren't married yet. And I knew weren't in relationships, how much of a shit show it was. So that way, when they got married, they knew, all right, man, he really doing me a big ass favor with this shit. Especially because you're doing it for your boys who whose wife mm-hmm. got some big ass ideas, right? I want this girl, I want my friend his, my friend that. And don't forget, you take on all that cost. And so I really want them to appreciate it. Now, before we go into the cheating part and all that, I know the beginning. I feel him where he's coming from. I, I ain't never wanted to be in a wedding. I'll be honest with you. Is this why you was whispering in Ed Hill's ear the whole night? <laughs> not, I was ripping the hill so he wouldn't get mad at Jared because Jared started wearing that damn uh, vest around there when he told him not to wear that vest. <laughs> oh, that damn, that goddamn. Nah, Ed, Ed was a little different because we spent a lot of money on that bachelor party. Just like he said, I'll yeah. bet that bachelor party was expensive. That you had too, Adarius. Yeah. No, no, but look, all, all the men that you guys know, they don't mess around on their wife and all that stuff. I'm saying there's a vice he should have Oh, I was in a wedding with a guy that messed around on his wife, and I know you know that too, Pedro. I'm, that's the point. I'm, there's some people you know good and damn well. That hundred thousand dollar wedding is is more waste than uh, college tuition at Stanford. You know, I thought he changed. Right? I thought he changed. You know, you guys had a friend who was a hoe, who decided to get married, and for his bachelor party, he didn't want to do anything that would tempt him to to to. No, he, to his- he didn't even say the tempting. He was like, no, we're cool. We went back and watched that shitty ass movie about bachelor party. Was it very bad things? But how long after the wedding before he started getting back to his whole ways? That's a question for Pedro, say, and I'm gonna tell I'm you, gonna, I'm gonna share a story. I'm, I'm not, I'm not too, I'm not sh- too sure about that. But everybody well, here, everybody that I mean, you guys know in up north, northern California. All great faithful have good families. All great faithful man. You been too much on people. Yeah, I am. I am. I am. I sure as hell ain't faithful. I ain't never been nowhere with none of y'all. Come on, see, I ain't never been with nowhere with none of y'all. Y'all hoeing. 
but you know, like that that brother there, you know the nigger them. He's like a nigga. He eating chicken on a video. He know his niggas a hoe. But see, okay, okay. So let me tell you this story, Pedro. How long was it after when we all were in Vegas after his wedding? He got married. Was that ninety nine or two thousand? That was two years after. No, two oh one. He got married in 01. So 04, three years later, we in Vegas. He's still married. He now has a kid, Jared. I am having a day of my life in Vegas. Remember that day, Pedro? I am just on fire, man. I had two women on two different sides of the club. They knew nothing about each other, and I'm jumping back and forth. Stealing them drinks, doing my That's when I found out. That's when I found out my best friend was a hoe. Oh, me? Yes. Yeah, because I was I was working. You oh, still, I was stealing them drinks. Yeah, you're stealing drink. Oh yeah, if I you didn't know, Aaron is a notorious drink. Used thiever. to be. Used to be. I just this had a college has changed this nigga. Aaron has <laughs> stole so many drinks that niggas have targeted him for stealing his catalytic converter. That's what it is. It's that like must karma. be. It's that drink. That must karma. be my karma for stealing all the drinks, drinks stuff. Vegas is so easy because someone goes to the bar and buys like 10 people drinks and they can't carry them all. So you just wait till they walk away and leave four drinks there and you walk away with those four. Right? I mean, I was stealing drinks, yeah. man. And then, so here's the thing. I'm stealing these women drinks. I had them, man. I was having a great time. One of them was more or less the one that, you know, you're going to have fun that night. Then one was one of those, like, a little more, she wasn't wholesome, but, you know, a little more like, you know, this is this might turn into some dating stuff, right? So club was huge here on different sides. And I said, okay, this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to walk the wholesome one out. I already got her number. I'm just going to walk her to her car. And I so I needed help so they wouldn't run into each other. I went to our boy, the one that got married just before. Billy. And I said, hey, man. And no, it wasn't. Well, we got a friend named Billy, so we ain't going to throw that out there. <laughs> nah, it wasn't him. And so I went to him and I said, hey, man, I need you to do me a favor, man. I need you just, like, I introduced him to her earlier that night. I introduced him to all of them earlier, both of the women that night. And I was like, so they knew I was with my boys. That's what they would think whenever I would leave them for like 20 minutes and then dip on back and be all on. And so uh, I say, look, just keep her here. Don't let her walk out the door over there. I'm about to walk her out to her car. Don't let her walk out. Just talk to her and say, I really want to talk to her some more, maybe hang out. She was talking about going to some after party, right? It's already like, what, Pedro, 3.30, almost 4 yeah, in the morning. Like and, so, in the morning. and so I walked her to her car. You know, did my thing, t- kissed her, you know, got some, got a little kissing in. We talked, we're holding it. You know, I wasn't gone that long. I probably was gone like 10 minutes, right? I run back in the club, run back, sprint. I get in there and our boy who just got married three years before that is off on the, against her on the wall straight, dirty macking me, dude, tonguing it up with her. Dirty macked me, dude. And hey, are we going to this? this we, we going to this after party. We going to this after party. She told me about it. We gonna go with her. There. I'm like, God damn it, man! I don't want to go no after party now. I just got played. Pedro was sitting there laughing. I got dirty macked. Uh, I, you know, I didn't know what happened. No, I, I didn't see it. You know, after you told me the story, that's what me, me and you've had personal conversations. Now he's an accuser of people doing it to him. <laughs> That's the craziest thing. Every last one of us, me, the other friend, he's done it for everybody. He's done it all the friends, but he accused everybody of doing it to him. He accused everybody for doing it to him. Everybody. Dirty Mac to me. I couldn't believe he was like, oh, yeah, I got your back here and I got it. I came back. He got her against the wall, tonguing it up, hand all on her ass. I said, this food dirty Mac to me, man. I got dirty Mac. Damn. I still went to the after party with them. That was a shitty. Yeah. That's when I realized Vegas yeah. after parties suck. 
So you know that was the spot. Rest in peace, my brother used to go to and pick up on some of his scallywags. The after party. Oh, you get the, the after parties. Let yeah. me tell you this: anybody going to Vegas, the after parties suck because they're mostly like industry and locals. That's where they go. So mm-hmm. it's just fucking full of cigarette smoke and blunt papers. My brother pulled so many holes out of there. Yeah, it's scallywags. That, and no wonder why she took us there, because she was a scallywag. <laughs> I got back to my hotel at six o'clock in the morning, and my sister was getting ready to go to church. And had the nurse <laughs> ask me, was I going? Lord Jesus, what's going on in here tonight? And I said, God don't want me there tonight. I'm going until this morning. I'm going to bed. <laughs> Uh, I was I was in Vegas for a family reunion at Darius. This is a Southern uh, family reunion. They you know they gonna rent out one of the they rent out one of the big conference rooms. They had church in there every morning. Yeah, that sounds about right. Right when you said uh, family reunion, <laughs> did, did I go to church with them? I can't remember. I don't. I just know they were mad at me because I didn't go to church with them. I was like I was a heathen all night. How the hell am I supposed to go to church the next morning? Satan, the devil, is a lie. I'll probably, I don't know if uh, I can walk I, in the I threshold. I supposed to go to church or. I, yeah, you're supposed to go to church. I think you're supposed to go. You told him you was going to go. But yeah. we, I was just, I can't I believe you stayed out all night. And I was like, I can't believe I stayed all night too and got dirty macked. So I feel the dude, Jared. I feel, to take us back, I feel the Good dude that's like, I spent all that money Good and you days. ain't going to cheat and ruin that. I feel the same way. I feel him a little bit. But for me, I'm like, dude, you spent it already. It's gone. Whatever happened in that marriage is between them. But at the same time, you're gonna make it. You're gonna go, you're gonna go at least three years. You're gonna give me my five-year investment. I never really had a situation like that, but I had a homie. Jerry, you know the homie. I ain't gonna put him on blast, but I had a homie. I went Billy. (laughs) (laughs) I got a homie. I went to his wedding. I didn't see nobody in the minute that I knew he was getting married, but he had been like traveling. Going to other places, doing the bachelor party thing. I think they went to the Dominican for their bachelor party. Yeah, they did some other shit. Anyway, this homie at his at his wedding was like, "Hey man, check out these pictures from the DR." And then like opens up some crazy like folder and starts <laughs> rifling through these wild photos. He's like, "Here, take my phone." And it was just like some crazy shit on his wedding day, which is kind of. I was looking at it, and then I would look up, and his wife was right there. And I was like, "Damn, this is wild, <laughs> this is wild nigga!" Like, you know, I was, I was looking at this, huh? All right, but I ain't never, yeah, I ain't never been in an experience where he was fully dirty macking. But um, yeah, that that definitely happened. Aaron, yeah, sounds like you need to put dr on your checklist. Nah, too many, too, too many venera, too many STDs there, man. <laughs> That's what they make Travada for. <laughs> <laughs> too many there, man. <laughs> Plus, it's, you know, it's you know how damn Caribbean is. It's corrupt as hell. Next thing I go there, and I'm implicated in Natalie Holloway. Hey, I want to try some of that Brazilian. That's Dominican. That's a whole different fucking place, Pedro. <laughs> what uh, happened to this podcast? What happened you know, is, is one, the old grandfather, which is like, yeah. Pedro, Pedro that that both those countries don't even speak the same language. <laughs> Well, yes, they're Latin, Latin, but they don't speak the same way. They all look alike. They're all Jamaican. <laughs> Come on. All right. They all Jamaicans that speak Spanish. They're all light-skinned Jamaicans. <laughs> no, Dominican, Dominican Republic looks wild, man. It looks wild. And then I might fuck around and hop on a bus. It might go through some street. Next thing I know, I'm in Haiti and just <laughs> fucked over, dude. 
you get to Haiti and you start praying that Godzilla would come through there. Like, man, can Godzilla <laughs> come through here and fucking help me out or something? You start praying for hurricanes and shit. Is there a category five to come through this shit? Yeah, God damn, shit's on fire for no reason. Yeah, shout out to the U.S. for uh, just, you know, not really paying much attention to Haiti. There's always something going on there. And we just it's like we got the millions to send to the Ukraine, but we can't even throw $50. We can't send a dollar. <laughs> right, got a brother right. over there named Barbecue up there fucking up all of Haiti. You know who I am. Jimmy Shazier, Barbecue. I don't understand why people got so upset when Trump said it was a shithole country. <laughs> yeah, well, uh, hopefully... We all have uh, good not hoeing friends that when they get married and actually be in their wedding, you know, but I was thinking like, you know, if you only spend like 50 bucks on the wedding, they're like, hey, man, I'm going to do the rental for you. All I need you to do. Man, who the fuck wedding you was in that you only spend 50 bucks? Man, you might have some friends that are real, real cheap if they go in somewhere where like, yeah, they drive through a, a Reno drive through. Yeah. Oh, and he did not spend over $50. I am 100% sure. He was at my wedding, and there's no way he spent over fifty dollars. He wore tux that he's had since the eighth grade. Had a Sears sucker suit. Yeah, I got a new tie though. I actually sported one of my new ties. So I bought like I I went through like this this. this yeah, but little... you bought it before his wedding. Yeah, I did. I had I bought multiple. Did you buy ties. it for the wedding, or you just already bought multiple ties before that? No, I selected it. I I had I had bought a nah, set of different ties. Already... You and then I, mean? I, I had basically three picked out for that day. I was like, all right, these are three that I want. And I was like, the day of, I was like going through. No, nah, that nigga did not. He, I didn't he spend bought, $50, though. No, definitely not. Not, not he, bought, he, bought, he bought that tie from, from Blockbuster Video before they was going out of business. <laughs> it's like, bro, I like TJ Maxx. <laughs> no, actually, you know, I think I got one of those ties that I was deciding between was from Banana Republic, which I'm actually disappointed in. Fuck Jeff Fisher. John Fisher. Whatever the fucking Fisher family name is. The NBA Finals is set. The Denver Nuggets defeated the Los Angeles Lakers in a four-game sweep. And the Miami Heat, who looked like everything was in hand, got pushed to seven games with the Boston Celtics and defeated the Boston Celtics in Boston in a Game 7 history potentially making game. That's right, baby. Uh, last time we met, we were talking about why Boston was underperforming and fell into an 0-3 hole. What is something you saw from the Boston team that made them be able to push it to a game seven? And and are you more encouraged or are you still pessimistic about their future with Joe Mazzula as the head coach? I think this is it. I don't think there's no future with Joe Mazzula. I don't like, I can't see him being back because he's, you know, like Aaron said, a quick hire, a quick fix because coaches like fucking in Boston, obviously. But we have sexual desires, right? So you got a bunch of men locked up in one place. All of them get hard. All of them's horny. All of them got sexual desires. So what are they going to do? I guess everywhere shit. Isaiah Thomas. If you're a black coach, you're getting pussy. Booty was uh, more important than food. Booty. Uh, Mark Jackson. <laughs> They getting pussy. Black coaches get pussy. They're not worried about coaching. Jason Kidd. I like booty. Darvin Ham probably got some pussy on the side. Booty, having some booty was more important than drinking water. Darvin Ham looked like he was fucking Fiona from Shrek. <laughs> that too. You, you, you see, uh, <laughs> you see he looked like he looked like he had a particular type of big, 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 big. Yeah. <laughs> 
Well, so 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 black coaches be fucking according to Pedro. So <laughs> according to Pedro, wow. Uh, wow. they're not worried about coaching; they worry about pussy. Yeah. For your information, there's a lot more to ogres than people think. Example: ogres are like onions. They stink. Yes. No. Oh, they make you cry. No. Oh, you leave them out in the sun; they get all brown, start sprouting little white hairs. No. And so, oh, yeah. So, so Pedro, you think Joe Mazzula? There's not a future. Aaron, from this, do you think there's a future with Joe Mazzula, or do you think are you on the same line with Pedro? Like, you know, even though he got him to get to Game Seven, uh, let's uh, let's call it. Or is there something in the the three games response to push it to a seventh game that you feel you know you would revisit? You know, letting him go and actually decide to keep him. I think I would let him go. I think you know I heard he was the offensive coach behind Yudoka, but their defense just dropped. I mean, it's like no defense. He pushes for threes. They shot in the last two games. I shot almost 83 pointers in the last two games, game six and game seven. Game seven, they couldn't make, they couldn't hit the side of the rim, but nobody attacked the basket. Only one person shot. He stresses no medium range shots. He's one of those new guys that believe in the, if we take more threes, we'll make more, shoot more, make more, right? That was the problem in game one. Game one and two, they shot nothing but threes. In game six, they attacked the basket. They yeah. attacked the basket. Game seven, only person attacking the basket was Derek White. He was the only person with having some success. They just shoot threes. They don't believe in medium-range shots. I don't think they should bring him back. I think he should be back row Joe. You know, second row Joe, what they called him. He was the second row guy. He wasn't when a, you, yeah. a fill-in. When you they, think about they, it, the the reason why Boston lost last year in the finals to the Warriors is probably because they didn't exert their size in a way that you would like the Lakers did, right? No, they didn't. And, and they and, had and the size the and the athleticism. They had the players where they could have, if they really wanted to yeah. attack and attack. Well, the but offense the, seemed to stall just like it did. And Mazzula was really their offensive coach last year, even though he was like fourth in line. Yeah. He was their main offensive guy. He's the one that like Udoka credit Mazzula with like when they yeah. turned the offensive line, when they went on that run in the second half of the season last year to the playoffs, even though their defense was the main reason for that run. Mm-hmm. Missoula was the one that Udoka credited with, like, employing more offensive philosophies. Even with that, you're telling me he's the offensive coach. Their offense looks stagnant. Uh, he don't look like he can make adjustments. He kept trying to have, like, the Jason Tatum or Jalen Brown pick for each other. And it's like, dude, don't you realize they're basically the same size the same kind of defender D's up both. Those are two of the best defenders. <laughs> two of the best defenders are going to be on them. And guys. it's not even two of the best. They basically have a similar game, so two of the best defenders can switch off, right? Like, okay, it's not like it's going to create a mismatch. It's not Jokic and uh, that Canadian fool making all them, like, picks. It's like Jamal Murray, where it's like, all right, now I got a big guy on me, or he got a small guy on him. It doesn't even create mismatches like that. For him to be offensive mind, it looked very stagnant and didn't look like a great offense. And when their shots aren't flowing, they seem to not be able to score. If the three's not falling, they can't score. They can't figure out what he can't figure out ways to be like his philosophy is like, oh, shoot more threes. Like, no, 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 they're not falling for us. Right. Mm-hmm. We pulled it within eight by driving, by Derek White driving and doing his thing. Let's continue to attack the basket. Yeah. And you see Jalen Brown has a turnover problem. Uh get the balls out of his hand. After after three or four turnovers, you gotta like stop getting them ball. Then they had eight turnovers. You gotta really clamp that clamp that shit in the bird. Yeah, what would you guys blame or credit to be the biggest issue for yeah, Boston in this failure? Was it individual player? Was it coaching? Jalen Brown seems like a worthy scapegoat. Joe Missoula seems to be a worthy scapegoat. Is there anybody else that you think is a worthy scapegoat 
for their lack of adjustments and coaching, their turnovers. Uh, anybody else in, in Boston that you calling out? White people. First of all, white man, let me say that I love you, honor you, envy you, enjoy your smell, and I celebrate you in the name of white Jesus. White people also, in years of liberal racism, have, you know, come home to roost. <laughs> come on. Yeah, it's, it's um, <laughs> that culture up there where I, I, I kind of blame Paul Pierce for cheerleading. He's on the sideline. It seems like every time that nigga show up, they lose. Damn, you believe in Paul Pierce? Yeah, Paul Pierce need to stay his ass at home, bro. Stay your ass in L.A. Had them strippers hanging out. Tell somebody that they can make some hey, money. Hey, you want to come over here and make some money? Yeah, stay, stay at home. Another person I blame is Jason Tatum for being, you know, rolling his ankle and acting like he was injured the whole game. Like, bro, you are fine. You know, you know, I, I'm not going to sit here and question his... <laughs> no, nah, I'm playing, I'm playing. But I do... Like, Jason Tatum is overly reliant on searching for his three-point shot and his jumper. And, like, it's nice and it's good, but, like, he doesn't get to the hoop enough. And and for them, for him to be an elite player and to be, like, considered a top-five player, if he wants to be top-five player, championship-caliber player, he's got to, like, his game is limited. Not because he can't do it all. It's because he doesn't, you know, I think... Kobe had good timing. Jordan had really good timing on what to exploit and when to take the, the pull-up jumper or when to take the jump shot, catch and shoot, or when to work work your game, find the best shot, or attack the rim. You know what I'm saying? Like, and like sometimes you just gotta put your head down, and say, I'm attacking. I'm getting to a spot. I'm putting I'm talented enough as a player. I can get to a spot where my shot is still gonna be good. And you're either gonna foul me or maybe every once in a while you make me adjust and you, you know, you play me well enough to where I have to take a tougher shot. But more or less, like a certain ta- talent level, I would say Jason Tatum needs to expand his game to be somebody who can go at the hoop. Like Jalen Brown can go at the hoop when he doesn't dribble the ball into the other team's hands. Okay, <laughs> no, or kick no, the no, ball he, into the other team's he, hands. He, he by the third dribble, he's already in trouble. No, no, his, no his greatest his greatest asset is deep teams know. Make him cross over at least once. If you can make him cross over a second time, he's gonna turn it over. But like, if he Even if, if he, he gets by you, straight, yeah. He if he it. if he if you let him just go straight by you, he's he's good. But if you make him start going and then have to change direction and cross over, it's a 50-50 chance he's gonna mishandle the ball and it's gonna stop his momentum, or he's going to. Manger, some of those plays he never even switched hands. It wasn't trying to switch hands. He just <laughs> lost it. He just lost he's it. a turnover machine. He's uh, not a great dribbler for. As athletic he is. He needs to stop else. playing so much chess and work on them dribbling skills. I don't think he playing chess because he seemed to play stupid. No, he's captain of the chess team at Cal, bro. Man, he was there for four fucking months. <laughs> what shitty ass chess team made him captain? Because they're tired of being your tram donkeys, acting like you some one man GPS. Okay, I'm about to break this down for people. People he, don't he know this. Part of the, he was a part of the people, people part chess team. <laughs> Exactly. He out there across the street from Amoeba playing chess. That's all it. Let me tell you this. I'm about to break this down for people that didn't know this. If you weren't involved with college athletics, when a player enters the draft, they stop going to college. No matter how smart they are, no matter how much they lie and told you, no matter how much the, the channels tell you how much of a scholar athlete they are, for football, they go straight into one of those combine camps. They're in Arizona, Florida, and there's a new one somewhere else. I forgot. They go straight to the combine camps. Let me tell you about basketball. So basketball, they go to school first semester because if they if they mess up, they're not they're ineligible. Basketball season starts basically October, end of October, right? Towards the end. First semester ends if you're on a semester system in December. 
So they, they go through one one semester finals. The ones who know they're good enough and going to go pro, they don't go to class that January, February, and then March Madness time. They're not in class. Come announcing they're going to draft. They're not in school anymore, dude. They're gone. So Jalen Brown was there for one year. For some reason, Jalen Brown was there one year, and everyone acts like he's a goddamn road scholar, right? Was a, I think he was a road scholar. Oh, man, you know, he said he did a paper on this. His ass wasn't around long enough to do a fucking paper. He had to go get that money in the NBA, baby. I, I, I don't mind his decision. He made the right decision for himself. Mm-hmm. But don't act like he was in there. Look, man, you you disrespecting everyone that was there putting in work in class. He wasn't He wasn't that. All I know is that he was president of the chess club or what? He's captain of the chess team. Somewhere. I don't know what fucking chess club. What, the, the I'm Berkeley, just saying he, he got there. The games he, of Berkeley chess club? Maybe he might have been. Oh, no yeah, chess man. team. What shitty ass chess team made him the captain? I don't know, Cal. But but back to my argument. I think Jason Tatum, his game can be somewhere between like a Devin Booker and Kevin Durant style game. He's not quite as quick and twitchy as and he's not as long as Kevin Durant. But he's he's a big dude that can handle, has a great jumper. That's what sets you apart. You can shoot and you can get your shot anywhere. But you got to get to the hoop. And I don't know if he's too soft to do it because he always seems In game six, he got to the hoop a lot. In fact, he kept Miami in foul trouble yeah. game six. It was unfortunate they got injured. Was, yeah. He got hurt, and that was very unfortunate. Early and that was the game. first play. Was it yeah. early? That was the first play of the game. First you play of the game, that, right? he, he rolls That was the ankle. first yeah. play of the game. They got the ball. Jason Tatum goes up for the shot and lands on, yeah. on uh, whatchamacallit. Oh, and that was, that was unfortunate. Jalen Brown, you know, did not show up. But I, I do think that for this team, for Boston, uh, Jason Tatum's got to establish himself uh, in a way that well, I think he got work to do. Don't get me wrong. He got work but, to do. Uh, he's got work to do. I don't. I think Game Seven was unfortunate because he's he's playing hobbled the entire game. Which I don't know why Miami took so long to start switching him onto whoever had the ball. Every time they kept sending screens, it was always switching him onto Derek White, Jimmy Butler on Derek White, Jimmy Butler on on uh, Grant Williams. I'm like, bruh, switch Jason Tatum. He's not moving. Like he doesn't want to move. And they finally started doing it in the fourth, and that kind of just ended the game because they he couldn't. He couldn't burst. Yeah, yeah, that man. game was over before they started switching on to Jason Tatum. Shout out to the Heat with two minutes left. Celtics put in all their, their backup players. The Heat switched out two more members of the bench and went with their whole starting five to end the game. <laughs> That's, the heat. That's that Heat mentality, man. Uh, I guess the next question is, uh, who you guys got in the finals and uh, what's your prediction for this NBA finals? Denver Nuggets versus the Miami Heat. Home court let, goes to the Nuggets. I just want to let y'all know. I know I fucked up on that Lakers call. I thought the Lakers were going to be there. Lakers in seven, but well, I did too. I, I did too. Play. If there was a conspiracy, but I did also say that I thought Denver could run them out the court, which they did. So I was happy to. But, but I had my bets. I, I definitely called out Miami, and all y'all laughed at me. So we did. We did. We did. <laughs> I'm going with Heat. Heat in seven. That would be maybe, amazing. Maybe Heat in six. Uh, AG three. What about you? I'm just going to watch, man. I ain't going to call it, man. I just want to watch some shit. Without Come on, as an analyst, I'm not asking you to root for anybody. If as you watch analyst, so I think close. Denver. I think I think Denver's going to win it. But I don't know, man, because this, this is their first time playing in the finals. Miami Heat got a nice core that played in the finals against the Lakers in the bubble. And Eric Spolstra is just, to me, and I'm about to say something controversial, might be the best coach in the NBA uh, right now. Yes, I got him better than Steve Kerr. This is a hard call because I'm kind of with the Darius on this. I can see Miami doing it. 
Denver got the talent, though. Maybe Jokic. I can see maybe like Miami winning the first two, kind of like that whole Giannis thing. Remember, this kind of reminiscent of Giannis. Remember, Giannis won MVP twice in a row and got bounced out the playoffs, both of them, early. So then all of a sudden, the third year, they were like, oh, we can't give it to him. We can't make him a three MVPs in a row. That's only a rare select people, and those people won titles, and Giannis didn't have no title. So on that year that he didn't get the third MVP in a row, he yeah, went out of playoff and dominated. Like, I could see Jokic doing something like that. He's been dominating this whole time, too. So I'm going to stick to Denver, but I could see Miami putting up some noise and having a chance. I'm going to go Denver 6. Okay. Miami's so outmatched in this. <laughs> Denver 5. Denver. They're uh, so outmatched. I'm going to tell you where they're outmatched. And this is a big problem for they don't have as many BBCs. Thank you. Bam Adebayo probably can't have an off game. See, look, you got to gotta think. Anthony Davis, what, only had one off game that series against Denver, and they swept him. Obama Adebayo is playing like trash. Yeah, he is playing like garbage. He cannot do that against Jokic. He absolutely can't play like trash against Jokic. He's the best player in the NBA right now. He's smarter than all you nappy-headed Negroes. There's something wrong with the black man's mind. There's something wrong with his mind. <laughs> Two big brothers on the sideline. They make sure y'all don't do nothing to him. Meet me at, at Antioch Oakley Pier, and we'll talk. And he's also got the black people in Denver backing him up. So, and here's another problem. They're too, they're too big up front. Gordon and Porter, Porter Jr. Yeah, they're too big. Well, they're big all around, and I, yeah, I, yeah. I, I agree with you. I think it's, I think it's Denver in five. It could be a sweep, though. I could see it being. Yeah, a sweep. That's what won the Lakers the championship. That's what won Milwaukee the championship. They were big. They're big, athletic. They can run the lane. They can shoot right. the three. I think Denver <laughs> is going to run. Is going to overwhelm. Now, here's where I, the one way I think Miami can beat them is if they kind of pull a Warriors vibe, where they go small. They really spread them out, and they hit their threes. They get their good opportunities hitting threes, and they just play solid contest defense. Because no, Gordon Gordon's no. a high flyer. Porter Jr. can get up there, but you know, and and they got some other guys that are athletic too. But like they're not, you know, if you could just stay in front, contest, force them to take contested layups, contested mid range jumpers, and contested threes, and you can hit your threes better than they can. You could potentially beat them. I'm gonna say it again. The Lakers were the second best team in the NBA after the trade. Mm-hmm. Swept them. But I think I think part of that, Pedro. Someone asked me what happened to the Lakers at when they were at that A's game, Jared. Someone who one of like Nippon's cousin, fiance, friends, who's also an A's fan but a big time Lakers fan, was like, "What do you think happened?" And I told him two things. I said, one, I thought Denver was really, really a good team, really had great players, great bench. But two. The problem with the Lakers is they were in such a bad place after the trade deadline. They started playing playoff basketball, but they started early, right? They peaked really early. They ran out of gas. They were playing playoff basketball to get themselves in the playoffs. Because remember when they were like after the trade deadline, it was like, oh, in the last like 18 games, the Lakers basically had to win 700. They could only afford to lose three. Right, they probably won't make the playoffs if they lose more than three. So they had to ramp up and play playoff basketball early. So then they already were in playoff mode. Then they basically were like it was almost like an NC two A tournament for them. Right, they couldn't afford to lose games out of that last seventeen games. They're one of the better teams, but they lost to probably the best team, and they ran out of gas too. Now Denver, Denver, here's the thing: is that 
if Denver really, if they try and go small against Denver, Denver could say, we're just going to attack you inside and go at the hoop. Going, They're good enough, and they have slashers and Gordon. Porter Jr. can slash. Bruce Brown, Contavious Caldwell-Pope. They're big on their, 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 their bench, too. They have guys that can play big, long, and be athletic on the perimeter. So I'm not saying they're the greatest defensive team, but they have the requisite size and athleticism to, if they play just smart defense and contest, that's going to be harder for, I think, you know, Miami, but, but Miami, you know, they could do something, but Bam Adebayo's got to play with the rocket up his ass and Jim Butler's got to go full. Like Jim Butler got to average like 50, 50 a game. Right. Um, and, and Jimmy Button, nobody's talking about this. Jimmy Butler's got, Jimmy Butler has sore ankles right now. He's basically, you see how he was flat footed with his shot. You got white dude was blocking his shot down there in Miami. Yeah. No, I see. I see it being. No, I see it being uh, not very close. I think the fourth quarter, uh, my high fourth quarter legs is going to definitely affect yeah. uh, oh, Miami. Because yeah. if you can have a good okay. team in Denver, you have like a real well, chance to make deep runs. Because you have games where your team is more acclimated and knows how to play full, a full four quarters versus teams who show up and a day or two and they have to play a full four quarters. You you see them stretch their leads and get away from teams. Middle of the third, back into the third, and then fourth quarter, they're like they're closing it out. And it's because the other team's jumpers are coming up short. They're not as efficient. Sure, if that was really that, I mean, I I see it for the sports like soccer, right? But like according to like fo- most football players say, it it doesn't like feel that crazy in the middle of a game. It can it can in playoffs and if you sure. If that was game. true, then how come Denver's been a shitty team all this time? They've been in the NBA since nineteen seventy six. Because they because they they finally have a, a and they a had legit, teams. They had legit they had teams. some teams, but those teams were not and they built. Had, uh, but those teams had, were not built to beat the established look. teams, bro. The yeah, NBA yeah, had Can I tell you this? There was a team in the 90s with Denver that had Paul Westfall as the coach. Do you know, I mean, Paul Westhead. Do you know what Paul Westhead nickname is? They made a documentary on it. It was called The Guru of Go. Do you know what his whole point was in the 80s and 90s when he played? He was run. the one at LMU when Hank Gathers died. Run, nigga. Run. He run. He wanted you to put up a shot before. He made Dan Antonio seem like he trying to, sl- like, like Marty Schottenheimer. Right. That's how Paul Weston was. Right. So he had these great Denver teams that could score and they put up a lot of points. They broke records. Denver always broke. I mean, people like Isaiah Thomas. Yeah, but you the high go- scoring game was Denver versus Detroit, which Detroit won. I mean, I just feel like the that the Mount High thing. And this is coming from a guy who can't even go up there and fucking walk. Right. Mm-hmm. Without dying. I think Shannon Sharp and other athletes who played in Denver said it's not that big of an advantage that people I think give. it is. I don't know. It hasn't proven to be a ridiculous advantage, but you get, especially in playoffs, you shorten your rosters. The games get more intense. Yeah. Not only is it is it the physical stressors, the actual mental stressors, which can affect your body and the way you end up processing, you know what I'm saying, in this case, the oxygen there. So I'm not saying that like teams aren't able to win in Denver. I'm saying is that that's an advantage because in the fourth quarter, you see Denver stretch their leads and like not lose at home. And part of that is because you had KD. I think they and, were just the better Dev- team. Well, this yeah, year. yeah, they were. They're the better team, and they have depth, so they don't have to shorten their roster the same way that some of these other teams. Uh, the Suns injuries and the fact that you know, what I'm saying Aiden, Aiden was garbage. They had no other depth. You know, what I'm saying it was KD and Booker doing everything, and those fools got tired by the fourth. They were dropping four, th- forty points in the first three quarters trying to carry that team. Right. 
Yeah. And then and then with the Lakers, Lakers, they, the Lakers were close in those games. Lakers were close in every game. But they were able to stretch it out the end. You know, saying LeBron taking bad threes in the front rim. You know what I'm saying? Like just that's t- those are tired plays. Those aren't those aren't regular we got you type plays. Those aren't those yeah. are tired. But LeBron's also court. older. LeBron I know, is also and that, older that's player. the reason you got players who who are older in the playoffs. That's a, it's it's an advantage now. It maybe wasn't when they were in their prime the same way it is now. Like Steph, Clay, those guys playing long, heavy minutes worries me. And then they have to if they were to go to Denver, I would worry about playing Denver at the at the mile high with their age. Now, four years ago, five years ago, it's not the same because they're in their peak prime. Denver is peaking in their prime with young players. You know, I would say right now this is their time, and it's gonna it's inevitable. Oh, you guys want to play a game? How fast is this game? How entertaining is this game? Huh? It it could be really entertaining. It's only three rounds, but there's no winner, actually. No, no. Can we do it in 15 minutes? Yeah, we can probably do it in 15 minutes. But we'll do one round. If you don't want to do it, you don't want to do any more, we'll stop there. This game. <laughs> this nigga Pedro. <laughs> let's hear let's hear these rules. Here's the game. We, we should be rules. allowed to say no if we hear these rules. All right. You guys ever played that game? Marry, fuck, kill? No. All right. Well, it's a game where no. When, when, when three... I was when I was young, we played games called Go Get That Girl Number. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I always carry a pin. Can I tell people this? People, someone asked me that why do you still carry days. a pin with you? Why still Pedro? Why do I carry a pin with me all times? Fifteen holes numbers. That's exactly why I always carry a pin. I went to Magic Mountain eighth grade. Eighth grade, and we were all sharing one pin to write girls' numbers. Regular. I got two girls' numbers that day. It was a school function. Like, all these schools were at Magic Mountain. Remember, I came back, Pedro, like, man, I was juiced. I got two girl numbers. But then I thought about it, and I was like, I could have got more if I had my own pin. Mm-hmm. Like, we were sharing one pin between, like, 13 dudes. Mm-hmm. Like, man, who got the pin? Who got the pin? Like, we'd get off the ride. I remember being in lines on the ride, talking to this girl the whole time. And then you start jumping around, right? Like, you know, you'd be in line, maybe in school. You'd be like, hey, can, hey, you guys, can we talk? You know, he lets people cut in front of you so you can be by the group of girls. And then you're like, how about I ride with you? She ride with him. And we start mixing it up. And then you get off the ride. You had a good time. You walk with them. You might do one more ride with them. And then it's like, Oh, let me get your number. Then you're like, who got the pin? Well, who got the pin, man? Hurry up, man. I got this number. At least I was a little more advanced because I was like riding it on my ticket and my Twicket and stuff, right? My Twicket. You remember the Twickets, Pedro. I was riding on my Twicket. That's why I always carry a pin to this day. I don't think I'm going to get a girl number anymore. It's just habit now. It's like I always be ready with the pin. Are you any... ready to get bitches numbers? So, yeah, I don't know what Four game you're talking about, Jared. Right. Four pins in the hemi. Right now. Well, Mary Fuck Kill is a game where you're given a set of names, three names to be precise. You have to choose which one would you marry, which one would you fuck, and which one would you kill. I'm glad I grew up in the church. <laughs> <laughs> well, today's game, we're not going to do Mary Fuck Kill. We're going to do a different spin on it. We're going to do Mary Trump or Kill. Oh, Mary Trump, man. Mary Trump kill. kill. You got to tell me which one would you marry? Which one would you trump, and which one would you kill? What's the definition of Trump here? Because that's the person's that's name. That's completely subjective. Oh my god! <laughs> All right, sounds like one round. Can I, can I just can I just chant no more but like <laughs> that could be your Trump right there. <laughs> All right, marry Trump or kill Marjorie Taylor Greene, Lauren Boebert, or Carrie Lake. 
I don't want to make threats of killing people. Can we change the kill, dude? That's we too okay. grown to be saying like making threats on a podcast, of especially game. of a political person, dude. It's just a game. We, no, no, no that, that's the same thing that the conservatives be saying. It's just a game. I was just playing when I made. Who's that? Uh, what's that former <laughs> player that just got arrested recently? The podcast saying he wished OJ would have beat women instead of. Yeah, like, he, he's in of kill. saving lives. Yes. All right, uh, uh, stab Mary Kill. How about that? No, I still kill. All right, what about is uh, Trump stat? I mean, Trump. No, Aaron. Mary the whole point stat. is that it's still the. It still sounds like Mary fuck kill. Everyone knows the game. You just, you just. I didn't know the, the game. Time. I never heard of this shit with the times. Trill. How about Mary fuck beat? <laughs> That doesn't sound as good. Yes. What about, what about this? What about this? Mary Trump slap. <laughs> what about Mary, Mary fuck Pedro's wife? Dick will make you slap somebody. This is this. See how I just went off the rails now. Uh, I ain't making no threats of killing nobody. Well, you're not saying you're, th- you're not threatening to kill them. You're just saying who, who would have to go? Mary Trump or who would have to go? Or just boot. Can I boot him out the boat? Can I do yeah. that? Marry Trump or kill. But some people might say boot them out the boat or get rid of them or disperse of them. Or kick him out my house. Yes, let's go. All right. <laughs> Never the, to be seen again. This is the Mind most you. woke game of Mary Fuck Kill. I know. <laughs> yeah, Mary Fuck or Kill is already worse as it is. Anyways, Marjorie Taylor Greene, Carrie Lake, or Lauren Boebert. All right. And uh, just... Just to give you a little context. You got their pictures up side by side? I need <laughs> yeah. some pictures. I need to be freshened. Here's Lauren Bobert. I left a prescription at a pharmacy once. Um, I went to get um, birth control. And um, I was there at the counter and went to pay for it. And um, the, the price was very, very high. I said, wow, is this a three, six-month prescription? No, ma'am, this is one month. And I said, it's cheaper to have a kid. And I left it there, and now I have my third son, Caden Bobert. Um, and so I'm actually, it was, a, it was turned out to be a really great thing. Yeah, are we ready to give? I'm ready to give my answer already before you even play that video. Yeah. Uh, I don't know why also, you put Trump in there, man. Why can't we still have the 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 sex one? But that's fine. What, the, the, that could, what is your determination of what Trump means? I don't know. You threw this shit in trying to be real, real leftist, progressive. I don't know what the fuck you mean by it, man. <laughs> Here's Marjorie Taylor Greene recently speaking of big, aggressive. And scary black men had to have so much security. There was not enough. I was swarmed. It's all on video. Everyone can see this. But I will tell you what's on video is Jamal Bowman shouting at the top of his lungs, cursing, calling me a horrible, calling me a white supremacist, which I take great offense to. That is like calling a person of color the N-word, which should never happen. Calling me a white supremacist is equal to that. And that is wrong. What? Uh, show me the next person, man. I need to. You know, yeah, we rolling now. We rolling. You see this? We, we, you hear I say this? Let's, let's make lemonade. Let's let's make lemonade. Okay. Let's make lemonade. Uh, how do you spell Carrie Lake? Hold on. I don't know. Not the way you spelled it, because you got all these damn lakes and picture of fish up, dude. Oh, Carrie yeah. Lake. This motherfucker, dude. Is she a Republican? Because she already gonna be on my fucking yeah. list. Yeah, yeah, she lost. On that campaign trail, I prayed a lot, and it, it really was something that made me feel like things weren't going to go the way 
they should have gone. Right. Because we have a movement. It was the Holy Spirit. It was God. Mm -hmm. And I said, God, however this needs to go, this is, I'm only in this because of you, God. Right. And however you need this to go, if more eyeballs need to be uh, opened when it comes to our corrupt elections, then then so be it. Amen. Marjorie Taylor Greene, Lauren Boebert, Carrie Lake, Adarius. Uh, that's a hard one. I definitely am killing. I'm killing the girl, bro, uh, Bobart. I'm, I'm killing. I'm just gonna go and start. I'm killing her. She did. Uh, for all the baby, stupid baby talk, I have to listen to, to her speak. Now, Marjorie Taylor Greene is a hard one because I, I want her dead as well. But I understand the game. All so, I want to do is slap a hoe. That's all. Uh, and Joe Turner, Pedro. This is this is the game. So I would I would kill Lauren Barbright, Bar, Bar whatever her name is, Bobert, and I then would marry Carrie Lee. What's her name? Carrie Lake. Carrie Lake. I'd marry Carrie Lake, and then I'd cheat on her with Marjorie Taylor Greene until I accidentally killed her. <laughs> is that how you going to trump her? <laughs> there it is. But I probably just only get head from her because I would want her to stop talking. <laughs> Pedro, Mary Trump or kill Marjorie Taylor Greene, Lauren Boebert, or Carrie Lake. Carrie Lake, because she she believes in white Jesus. She's got. Which, uh, on, which one's gonna do? You can't just call her name. You gotta say which one. I said Carrie Lake. Lake. You, you this motherfucker ain't playing the game. Are you gonna kill her? Uh-huh. I said, get rid of her. I'm trying. Oh. You you never said get rid. You just said get yeah, like, she she got to go. Oh, oh she got you doing arm motion? Fool, <laughs> we a, we a podcast. We got sound, not arm. I said it's go. I said she's got to go. Okay, all right. So okay. I'm not like, saying the word kill. I, I can't do that. I wouldn't either. But I didn't hear you say go. Okay, she's got to leave. Carrie Lake's got to leave because she's a white conservative Christian. She's got to go. Okay. Are you decking off? Uh, yeah, because I'm going to on top of uh, Trump, I'm a Trump Taylor Green. I'm a masturbate on top of her. <laughs> <laughs> Who Taylor Green? Make a name. Marjorie, Marjorie Taylor, Taylor Green. Green. <laughs> <laughs> he said he'll masturbate because <laughs> she's afraid of black. Black. It's like she's afraid of black. <laughs> Getting trumped. So you're gonna marry Lauren Boebert? Yeah, I'm a raw dog. So a lot of them have not only taken the wedding band off their finger, they done took the wedding band off the nuts. Because she seems like <laughs> yeah, I hate that I was like she's taking. She's stealing all my good lines. Jared, come on, man. <laughs> <laughs> I'm wrong, dog. She says she 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 don't like using copy. Setting up my right, take all my good lines. <laughs> she don't use condoms. See, that's why I see these men nuts busy. See, they got to keep their nuts busy. This is how they felt being part of the Temptations when the man I ain't getting no girls. <laughs> he's doing all the lead singing. This is how Bobby Brown felt. Like you mean you set him up for all the good stuff? I can't even get the girls now. Well, that's a good choice, Pedro. Okay, well, uh, AG three. What Mary, man? I'm mad now. Mary Trump or get rid of kill. Well, I guess I got to start off with with my Bober one. I was gonna marry Bober. Pedro already said all the reasons, right? You everyone know how AG three feel about the rubbers and the condoms <laughs> and prophylactics. You know, she said I'm just up my alley, right? Like, you know, we'll be working on my pullout game. 
You you might want to check your finances because she said it was cheaper to have a kid than pay for birth control. That's just her being dumb. I don't. I, obviously, if you if you get her pregnant, somehow she know how to raise a kid up to cheapness. She must be breastfeeding till they eight. Like, hey man, take this breast milk in your lunch because we saving money. Either way, I'm going with Mary and Bo. Bo I'm a Mary Lauren, uh, Lauren Bober because, uh, like I said, man, she she right up my alley, man. She save everything. Don't have to worry about using rubbers. We always know. I said this in the past. We all know I got a race play fetish, right? All I got to do is mention, like, oh, don't worry about going on birth control. You know, my pullout game better than Obama's. That might start her up. And mm -hmm. next thing I know, she calling me the word I need, and we we moving on. Taking tests and stuff. Learning how to say nigga. We going all night. Uh, I will probably kick Marjorie Taylor Green out the door. <laughs> I want nothing to do with her. Just go out the door. Like, you know, I got a race play <laughs> fetish, but I want someone to not really mean it 100% all the way when they say it. Right? She she really going to be demeaning. Like, it ain't going to make me feel good. Uh, Kari Lake. You know what? You know what? Underneath that butch. WNBA lesbian haircut. It looks like she got she got some stuff under there, right? Like we could work with that. So I might trump her, as Trump said. You know, as Trump said, you know, when he was having his locker room talk that I ain't never had in the locker room, but that kind of locker room talk he having, like, yeah, man, I might have to do some Trump stuff on her. And it's called rich white men locker room talk. It must be must be the golf locker room because that shit ain't happening. You can't even do that in the high school locker room. It's the bathhouse locker room talk. I'm going to have to trump her, man, because she looked like she got underneath that WNBA why did my player get pregnant haircut. She looked like she might have something up there. All I got to do is spurt a couple of verses to her, you know, Proverbs, this, blah, 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 blah. Jesus didn't use condoms, you know, all that, and then everything good. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they cheated you. They cheated you. You know God don't believe in condoms. He didn't use condoms when he had sex with Mary. I'm not going to be here. <laughs> Well, let's get to Cutty Corner Shoutouts. Cutty Corner Shoutouts. Cutty Corner Shoutouts. Cutty Corner Shoutouts is the segment we end the show on where everyone gets a chance to rant, complain, or highlight something positive in the world. Cutty Corner Shoutouts. Cutty Corner Shoutouts. Aaron, do you have a Cutty Corner shout out? I do. It's a two part. The first part is regular. Then the second part, I'm going to need you to hit it, Jared. First part, I want to do a Cutty Corner shout out to uh, creativity. Creativity seems to be dead. I don't know why, Darius. I know you an artist. You always had that artist ability, but it seems like the artists are dying out now. I'm dying, there. And I'm saying that because have you noticed how many remakes they're making now? All these remakes off of 90s and 80s movie things that we used to think was cheesy back but they were good and they're like oh that was a fun movie now we're seeing them i just was watching a trailer they was shocked they're remaking the color purple oh the color purple that was a classic that's how oprah Winfrey became oprah Winfrey. that's what put her on the map you don't remake that movie man you go ahead and watch the old one with oprah Winfrey, whoopi goldberg and my main man, Danny Glover, telling her she fat, she black, she ugly, she shaped funny, all of it. With, may he rest in peace, my boy Adolf Caesar, 
back when black people were still named Adolf. My boy Adolf Caesar as Mr. Man's dad. Who, boy? Boy, you the head. You supposed to be the laughing when 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 she talked back. When Whoopi talked back, you supposed to be the head of your household. She talking to you like you the butler. Great movie. <laughs> Don't remake that shit. The people ain't the same, man. Ain't the same. But that's that's my first part. My main part for this Cutty Corner shout out is, and it's time for me to go to church here, Jerry. Can I get? Can what I? Can, can I take it for? What you come down here for? Tell me to get delivered more. Well. I'm not gay no more. I am delivered. And I ain't playing no <laughs> I even realized the bad the last part of that that jingle. Yeah, I like to take it to church. Can I get a witness here? Mm-hmm. The NBA, man. Yeah. The NBA been all bad, man. I just can't. I've been enjoying the playoffs and I've been upset with the playoffs. There's days that I go out and get me some good food, got me some brisket, got me everything. was like, hey, I'm about to sit back and watch this game seven of the, of the NBA Eastern Conference Finals. And guess what I get? I get a blowout. I get a blowout. So, I was, so as I'm sitting here arguing with these younger NBA fans and I tell them there have been more blowouts. In this playoffs, any of them I ever seen. So we went through day by day of the playoffs. This was before game six of the Eastern Conference final. I got to a total of 23 blowouts before that time. Blowouts, 23. I have never seen a playoff like this. So if everybody's sitting around thinking, oh, man, nothing's wrong with the NBA. The NBA is great. People shooting threes every time is great. The NBA is great. 23 blowouts. Before the Eastern Conference Finals is over. And another thing I'm tired of at NBA is why are players complaining every time down the court to the ref? The NBA needs to protect the refs. Bam, Abobayo, whatever his name is, Abobalajo, got a technical because he tried to block a shot when Jason Tatum got fouled in game six. He blocked it, but he was holding on to the rim, which means goaltend. He argued it. And got a technical. Dude, clear as day, you holding on to the rim. You can't argue that. Strauss. Strauss, Strauss, whatever his name is with the German name. Dude argued a foul call as he's on the ground when he threw up a shot that was horrible. And I'm like, dude, you ain't even got superstar rep. Every play down the court, everybody. From Austin Reeves to Austin Reeves jumping in the back into people to... Devin Booker, every time he missed a shot, he complained to the ref. Devin Booker stopped playing to complain to a ref. He don't go down on D when he missed a shot and he think he got fouled. I mean, just unbelievable. The prima donnaism in this league. If you are a sports fan and you are a fan of NBA, can you just kindly stand up and say, enough? I need you to say enough. I need you to stand up and praise and say, we won't take this no more. Say Satan, say NBA, Adam Silver, I rebuke you. I rebuke you, Adam Silver, for this soft-ass NBA you give me. I need everyone to stand. I need everyone to stand together. Can I get a witness? Nope. Well. Wow. Pedro, do you have a Cutty Corner shout-out? I'm going back to the old school with this one. I said I was only going to do sports. 
But it's funny that Jared had brought up marriage and Mary killed Trump or whatever the hell he brought up. We were talking about earlier. It's going back to marriage. There's a famous YouTuber. His his likeness is to fix up older cars like a Darius likes. He likes those European cars so he can still look up at you and all that shit. Do all that nigga shit. You know, he liked them old BMWs with 190,000 miles on it and need all kind of work on it. <laughs> Name is Tyler Hoovey. You probably heard of Tyler Hoovey's garage or whatever. Well, he admits he's having personal problems on his YouTube channel. And you know what his personal problems is? A damn woman, a damn Korean woman uh, from overseas that came over here and they got married. Now it's rumors that she is sleeping with somebody while he's he's been a YouTube uh, influencer. There's rumors that he got his stuff. Uh, he's got a vasectomy. That he got a side kid or something. I don't know what's going on, but a woman will ruin everything. A woman will ruin and take down a whole empire. Let me tell you something, guys. If you are not prepared for marriage. If you don't find a life partner that's your best friend, this is where Hoovy messed up. He went with his lust and not his likes. There's this- no way he could pull that. There you go. I mean, you see, she's a um, she's a very pretty Korean girl. Brought his whole world down, and I didn't know what was going on. He kept talking about my I'm personal problems. I'm selling my fleet. And I'm like, <laughs> why would you say that on YouTube? Why do you keep saying this on YouTube? Dude, she's Vietnamese, dude. Don't call her. Vietnamese. Okay. Vietnamese. <laughs> I, don't, I, don't, I don't know. You need to marry the partner that, that you love. They didn't have, she, he didn't have a kid with this lady. And now all this business is all on the internet. If you search it, it's all on the internet. And I'm like, dude, why would you put your personal business there? This is why you don't put your family on the internet. There's one reason. He's been on Jay Leno. He's been on all these other shows now. And now we're going to miss out on him repairing cars that are for Adarius because of some woman tearing down his empire. Why is this cutting corner shot? I got my name in it three times. Because, because <laughs> you like, you see all the cars in the background? You like all that fancy shit. You I see, don't like fancy shit, man. You do. No. You do. You love it. You love looking at that big look. 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 I like looking at his wife. Oh, no, no, no. wow, see, that's a great wife. picture. Which one is that one? How do you find that one? Hold on. See, you see, Darius, you want to wife and I ain't her pregnant. in your hairline. Here, send me that picture. Send me that link right there. I need to get that picture. I ain't got, I can't find that picture. The one up top, man. Send me that link. No, oh, her teeth yeah. are bad in that one. That must be yeah. when she first came over. Come on. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just saying, man. It's, it looks like she's been chewing on lemongrass. <laughs> been chewing on lemongrass in that that picture. Shit, just bad. Fellas, be careful if you are home. Be careful, man. Why you gonna send it to my computer? You gonna put it in the chat, man? You know I like yes. stuff like this on the phone, man. <laughs> I use my computer at work. I don't. I want to go this on the computer. Yeah, it's just an article. Man, it is just an article, but you know what? Not in that picture where she wearing them heels pregnant. That ain't no article to me. Yeah, she was cute pregnant. 
She was really cute. Yeah, she a good looking. Pre- you know, some women they they get pregnant and shit. That's a good looking pregnant woman. I mean, shit. <laughs> I wouldn't move her out here. I'll, I'll sell that whole fleet of cars. He got that garage page on. Move to Vietnam with her pregnant. You'll find me chewing on lemongrass. Uh, Darius, do you have a cutty corner shout out? Pedro fleet for her. Your niggas tripping. I'm gonna keep it real simple. Uh, my cutty corner shout out this week goes to Salvation Army. Uh, I am in the midst of trying to sell my home, and I've been donating a lot of stuff. You know, doing what I can to get back. I don't know why Salvation Army, which is a place that just takes donations, why they would deny you for bringing back anything. Now. I was going to give them a 30-inch wide computer monitor for free. For free. It's a, it's a, I don't even know the name. It's like a, uh, Veer, X-Veer. I don't know. I forgot the name of the monitor, but it's a, it's a pretty good monitor. Wide, 30 inches. Man, I went to go drop it off at Salvation Army and I put it in the goddamn dude's head. He looked at me. He looked at the monitor. I said, it works. You should go plug it up. He just tosses it in the trash. Literally like a football. And says, we don't take this. He didn't consult with me. He didn't say, hold on, hold on, hold on, nigga. I'm not going to take this. He literally, as I put, gave it to him, he said, Bunk, and threw it across the goddamn center. And the shit just landed on the ground and cracked. And then he said, we don't take these. I said, nigga, <laughs> I said, back. what are you doing? I wish you would just get back to me because now I need a new monitor from Portland. So that's my cutting corner shout out. <laughs> it sounds uh, like a Darius met somebody who's a bigger king of misunderstanding. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I wish, I just wish he would have just been like, hey, we don't take this. I'm, say, I'm you can take it, it somewhere else. Keep it. Donate it somewhere. You want to throw it? You know, that you know, reminds me the way. I said, here, here's a new monitor. It works. It's cool. He just flung it and said, oh, we got to toss these. We don't take them. Nigga. Well, my Cutty Corner shout out goes out to myself, kind of, sort of. But also mainly just the Oakland A's. But mainly myself. I broke down and went to an A's game this past week. And, um, you know, it was a... Uh, it was because Nithin. So Nithin, you get partially. Nithin money, friend Nithin money gets part of this. He uh he planned a big game, the A's game, to have people come, get a jersey. I broke down. I showed up. I shouldn't have, but it felt good to be in the ballpark. And, and when I was there, you know, you got a free jersey, and it was a fireworks night. So I was like, all right. They really they landed on. They land on trying to get people at the ballpark. They still only had like 13,000 people there on a ballpark fireworks jersey giveaway night, which is kind of crazy as it is on a Friday night. Don't you got but, enough free Dave Stewart jerseys, Nick? I got enough free A's jersey, A's white uh, throwback jerseys from the 70s teams, bro. You're going to be jealous when you see the next one I got, bro. It yeah. is a nice jersey. It is a nice jersey. Yeah, Darius, you get one if you uh, hook me up with some Jordans. Uh, anyways, as jaded as I was, I even made a sign for the first time. I never made like a sign. I think me and my friend made a sign when we went to a wrestling show when we were like nine. Uh, they played at the Coliseum. WWF came in town. Now WWE. That was like a time we made a sign. It was just like somebody's name on it. It was we were little kids. It didn't really matter. I made an intricate sign, calling out the A's for being the best AAA team in the majors. And uh, the camera came by and tried not to show me, which was kind of fucked up. They didn't want to see that sign. It's too rude, I guess. 
it was a depressing game. The A's were bad. They got beat 5-2 by the Astros. It wasn't ever really close. They had a like, home run that was like fun for the moment. It was like the one moment of fun for the game. The best part of the game was when it ended and we got to go on the field. Like It was like, let's not delay this any further. That was the, that was the feeling. Let's get to the fireworks so I can at least have a little time to like get home and play some Call of Duty. Anyways, I'm walking on the field. I'm just rambling right now. Sorry about that, people. But I was on the field and I was just like, you know what? This is this is like really cool being on the grass seeing how big the you know ballpark is having it from that other vantage point of you're like in it and you see how big the spaces they play on it's fun i don't know it's 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 it's, it's, it's a cool thing and i'm like just that alone is enough to make people like come to your ballpark just that like an, alone uh, is is enough to like you know build memories for people why are you not doing more for the fans of oakland and so my cutting corner shout out goes out to the to 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 the A's because I saw a lot of people who were genuinely happy to be there and I try to break from my cynicism to be like enjoy the moment or enjoy the experience and see other people enjoying the experience in the moment sharing it with family members or friends having that experience at the ballpark on the field and the city of Oakland the fa Oakland A's fans they deserve to have a team that's what I, that's what I came to realize they deserve to have a team it's sad to see it being poisoned and, and, and choked out the way it has been by the Fisher family and AIDS management over the last, in particular, 20 years, but in extra particular, uh, in the last three years. It's just been, it's been a sad demise, a very fast demise from a team that was a playoff team that had young talent that you felt you maybe can contend and make a run in the playoffs with, or, you know, could make the playoffs maybe consistently, to not even invest in that, to just be actively undermining your own negotiations with the city to now moving. It's just disappointing, and um, they're they're the biggest pieces of shit for that. So anybody associated, affiliated with the Oakland A's, just know you ain't shit. But thank you for all the extra jerseys that Nick Money scammed y'all out of. And uh, my Cutty Corner shout out goes out to myself, but also it was good to be out there and see that the real fans are out there, man. And people that in like these memories and these special this special place that the A's have with this uh, with this community, although it's been uh, soured, like it won't be that in Vegas. You will not get anything near that. And uh, I hope that uh, Vegas, you know, roundly lets you know how uh, ass baseball is and that they don't really give a fuck about baseball and y'all about to be. But fuck y'all! That's all. Mother bitches! Round two, marry Trump or kill. Okay, that's enough. My wife is mad. <laughs> <laughs> you lying. She about to get killed. She don't care about what you talk about. Uh, we're doing a DC Universe one here. Marry uh -huh. Trump or kill. Wonder Woman, Catwoman, uh -huh. or Harley Quinn. Uh, that's good choices. I'll let uh, AG3 start this one off. Well, now I got to start. See, you get the worst one. You got to go start last. I can't get in the middle. Thank this a bitch. <laughs> um, Wonder Woman, Catwoman. Wait, which cat version of Catwoman are we talking Anyone, about? Anyone. It's all subjective. You're a specific Catwoman. You could choose. He going with Eartha Kitt. He was a good looking Catwoman. Uh, Michelle Pfeiffer was good. Uh, yeah, I ain't going to pick Cat, cat Williams. <laughs> I know all you. I know all you millennial boys love. Uh, what's the one who mama looked better than her? 
Zoe Kravitz. Zoe Kravitz, um, yeah. My, you know, I don't like my woman looking like 10-year-olds. The fact she had to get so many tattoos to make her seem age-appropriate didn't work for me. Who's the other cat woman? Oh, Anne Hathaway. Ooh, oh, Anne Hathaway. Uh, are we talking about the Gal Gadot or the Linda Carter one? Your choice. Fuck, man. See, that changes everything. Jared, you, you know what? You can't give us a choice of three things and say... Oh, but do you, I'm gonna give you these three things. I'm gonna give this you three is why names. Want, like six per name. You should save like the three best versions of this it. This is that why you, you should have right. saved it for the week. All right, fine, fine. I'm marrying Linda Carter. I'm marrying Linda Carter's Wonder Woman because she had it going on back in the day. Boy, she had it go. She looked good. Even she looked better than Gal Gadot in that last Wonder Woman movie, but she was at the very end. So Linda Carter, I'm getting rid. You know what? I never thought I'd say this, but I'm getting rid of cat women because there's just too many Jews. Holly Berry, Michelle Fife, uh, Eartha Kitt, the woman that replaced Eartha Kitt looked good too. It's just too many to choose. So I'm going to have to get rid of cat women because I don't know who to choose. And uh, for my Trump, I'm a Trump, uh, I'm a Trump Harley Quinn. I'm a Trump, the uh, Robbie, Rob, Robbie, Robbie, whatever. Rob, what's her fucking name? Margot Robbie. Margot Robbie. Harley Quinn and you know and hopefully because if I trump her which I don't know what the fuck you mean by that hopefully maybe the Joker will come in and do a comment on me or maybe he'll just shoot comment again for not hitting on her or not sleeping with her so I'm gonna go with Rob Margot Robbie because anytime the Joker if the Joker will let me sleep with her then I'm gonna do it <laughs> I don't like common soft soft no shoe wearing ass no shoe overly progressive neo soul rapping about bullshit nowadays ass like water for chocolate ass i'm gonna sleep with harley quinn <laughs> hold on cuss. soft ass erica badu nigga <laughs> oh that's your woman i'm gonna sleep with margot robbie he did it. he turned her down and uh he turned her down in that uh suicide squad movie when joker's like yeah when jerry little was joker that really really good joker he did <laughs> and, and he turned him down so who which one of them shot him uh, I think he shot him. No, wait, I don't remember. You wouldn't have to, he wouldn't have a, you know, and he would shoot me because of all the dirty stuff I'm doing. <laughs> He'd be like, all right, man, I told him he'd do it, but I didn't know he's going to go this far. This motherfucker, this is the first motherfucker I ever seen cockold himself, too. <laughs> Get it all, man. I fucking felch everything. Get the motherfucker out. So that's why I put him with Trump, just all the dirty stuff. All the dirty. <laughs> I might create a glory hole in the bedroom just using a sheet, hanging up the sheet real quick. Cut a hole in the sheet. Do everything. Just everything. Just nasty, funky. Just everything. Everything you can imagine. <laughs> I'm trying to outdo the Joker, so I got to come real sick with it. That would be a good one to Trump on. I might have to dirty Sanchez myself. Come on. <laughs> <laughs>